This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. It is Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, <laughs> welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Belqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the world and in the UAE when it does come to technology. But ladies and gentlemen, we have some very interesting but good news. Yes, indeed. Today is Global Recycling Day. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, we've been using masks, we've been using gloves and sanitizers. And these are all things that you may not be able to recycle or reuse. And this is exactly why this year, more than any other year, it's very important for us to try and recycle and reuse whatever we can. So whether it was shift or switching from a plastic bottle to using glass bottles to drink water or even avoiding the use of any form of plastic as mm-hmm. much as you can at the grocery store if you don't need to use as many plastic bags try to cut down on that or maybe use uh, reusable bags but today on the show we're going to be telling you some interesting applications that will help you on your journey to recycle reuse and reduce the waste we have Yes, indeed. In the past couple of days, we've seen the weather was a little bit dusty. Why is that? Well, the UAE has sent a satellite or has a satellite which will measure the UAE dust levels and that will be happening after March 20th. So I think we have about two days until yes. the research does start and we'll go, we're going to get to know why do we have so much dust? You're right about that. We're also going to be talking about Samsung launching a new budget smartphone to take on Apple as the 5G rival- rivalry heats up. To find out about it, make sure you stay tuned right here on Future Talk. Yes, indeed. And we're also talking about my favorite Apple. <laughs> company yes which is are. apple now <laughs> apple is reportedly making a magnetic iphone battery pack we do know that with the iphone 12s you now have kind of a magnet when you want to mm. charge your iphone 12 you can kind of opt for that traditional going inside the phone or on the outside of it but now we're looking at a magnetic iPhone battery pack. Yes, indeed. And in the world of apps, lots is happening as well. We're going to be talking about Instagram launching a brand new feature that will help protect kids from all grown-ups. What is this feature all about? Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be taking a short break, but coming back to talk all about the UAE satellite. Technologic. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. If you've been walking down the streets right here in the heart of Sharjah, you must have noticed that the weather is very, very dusty. And this is exactly why the UAE has sent out a satellite or is launching a satellite pretty soon to measure the UAE dust levels. And the launch will be taking place on the 20th of March. Yes, the new environment satellite will assess air pollution right here in the UAE and particularly when it does come to dust levels and it will happen after it launches this Saturday, March 20th. Now, the satellite will be carried carried into space by a Russian Soyuz 2 rocket from Kazakhstan at 10 a.m. on Saturday local time. Now, the Mohammed bin Rashid Space Center and Dubai Municipality are overseeing this project. Yes, indeed. The satellite is 15 kilograms. It weighs 15 kilograms and it's built by the University of Toronto's Space Flight Laboratory. The findings coming from this satellite will help us right here in the UAE to create a database on the pollution levels. And this will actually be sent to the Ministry Mm -hmm. of Environment and Climate Change. Now, we do know that sandstorms are common 
in the UAE and other parts of the Middle East. Now, besides sand, they can actually contain silica crystals, mm -hmm. bacteria, even dust mites, and going to the extent of viruses that can cause respiratory disorders and carry infectious diseases. Now, we've seen dust kind of uh, be at an all-time high the past couple of days. I remember I was going into my car or walking to my car, and I, as soon as I opened the door, Sand like, came, dust oh, came God. all over from the from from my from the roof of my car. I was like, "What is going on?" But hopefully, thankfully, actually today, yeah. dust levels are a little bit lower. I agree. It's the worst feeling, especially when the car is just accumulates lots of dust, lots of sand. Um, but coming back to the story with the satellite, the DM Sat One will also be monitoring the concentration of greenhouse gases that tend to contribute to climate change, like carbon dioxide, methane, and water vapor. We've definitely seen different efforts being done right here in the UAE, whether it was through the adoption of electric vehicles or even through simple steps like encouraging yes. us to recycle, to reuse, to reduce. And to, what better day to talk about the story other than the Global Recycling Day? Yes, and when sandstorms do come, all those things that have been littered kind of form a small tornado. Yeah. And <laughs> now, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, we see a lot of mask tornadoes. Just a bunch of masks rolling around in the street, but... When we go back from the separation from the rocket, it is expected to take place four hours after liftoff and the first contact with ground control should take place at 3 a.m. So the launch will be at 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. and we will have uh, contact with ground control at 3 p.m. Now the satellite, which is called DMSAT-1, will be placed at an orbit of 730 kilometers above the Earth's surface and the satellite is one among a cluster of small payloads from 18 countries, which do include Saudi Arabia and Tunisia, and that will be delivered into space on board the rocket. Big news is happening right here in the UAE, and we're definitely excited, and we'll keep you updated with how the launch goes on Saturday. But coming up on the show, we're going to be talking all about Samsung launching a brand new budget smartphone and it is definitely trying to take over apple will it succeed or not keep pulse 95 locked we'll be right back pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world ladies and gentlemen the competition does continue but we're not talking about any type of competition. We're talking about the battle of the phones as Samsung has launched a new budget smartphone to take on Apple as a five as the 5G competition does heat up. Now Samsung have debuted their three mid-range smartphones on Wednesday, which was yesterday, including one with 5G support. And they're hoping to lure in people with less cash to spare as competition in the mobile industry does intensify. Yes, indeed. Now, we do know that Apple's phones cost an arm and a leg. And Samsung, Samsung's phones sometimes can be as expensive, but overall, they are more towards budget-conscious users. Now, these new phones that Samsung have launched, they are part of their budget-friendly Galaxy A range, which has actually become a popular brand with Samsung customers that are put off by high prices in the firm's flagship Galaxy S lineup. Yes, now Samsung is aiming to reclaim its position as the world's top smartphone manufacturer just after Apple took that title in the fourth quarter of 2020. Which is crazy because mm. we do know economically 2020 <laughs> was horrible for everyone. Yeah. And we know that back in 2020, Apple was having problems releasing the iPhone 12 because so many, industry, uh, so many warehouses and factories mm. were closed down because of the pandemic. 
So for Apple to take number one place uh, is pretty crazy, but Apple's new iPhone 12 is the company's first model to come with that 5G capability. Yes, indeed. The three phones that Samsung is launching are actually Galaxy A52, Galaxy A52 5G, and Galaxy A72. And it's quite interesting because the Galaxy A lineup is actually... Yan is his favorite lineup. Yes. yes. <laughs> the director of the station. He loves this uh, lineup of phones. Now, the A52. I don't like it. I don't like it either, but I mean, it is what it is. And it definitely it provides a good amount of features for those who don't want to spend as much on a phone. And now they're even giving 5G capabilities because the A52 5G is the only device out of the three that is supporting the super fast 5G internet that we are getting to love right here in the UAE. Yes, and you guys know that I am the money man. So I'm going to be telling you how much it does retail for now. It does retail for $510 if you multiply that by 3.66. We're talking about around 1700 1600 dirhams, which is making it a more affordable art alternative to Apple's iPhone 12 mini. But we do know that Apple, when it did come to the iPhone 12 mini, they actually didn't get a lot of good feedback. Yeah, they didn't. And the, so- the sales were not as good. But honestly, for a Samsung phone with 5G capabilities, 1700 mm, I mean, it's it's a good price point, mm. but let's go and look at the specs. Because yeah. I can tell you, a lot of <laughs> things are cheap, but they, the specs True. aren't that nice. Now, the Galaxy A52 does feature a bright 6.5-inch display, while the Galaxy A72 does have a 6.7-inch panel. The Galaxy A52 does include a 120Hz refresh rate, which Apple has yet to have. Mm. Apple does not have 120Hz refresh rate yet, and seeing it becoming on a cheaper phone is very important. Oh, that's that's definitely going to lure me towards this phone. Yeah, I mean, actually, iPhone 13, or they're saying maybe it might be the iPhone 12s. Anyways, mm. the next model of the iPhones will have the 120 hertz uh, refresh rate. Wow, so Samsung has actually jumped on that bandwagon with even a cheaper phone. Yes. This, this actually means, you know, having 120 hertz refresh rate, it means that you'll be able to scroll more smoothly on the phone. Now, the entry Galaxy A52 and the more expensive A72 models are going to be featuring a 90 hertz refresh rate. So they're keeping the highest refresh rate for their 5G model phone. Now, Samsung did say that it's taken iStrain into account as well since a lot of people have been spending more time on their phones so it's currently going to be including a feature that automatically adjusts the display color temperature depending on the way a person uses their phone yes and now let's go all the way to the camera because we do know samsung cameras aren't that great (laughs) when it does come to the capability or compatibility on snapchat which is why a lot of people mm. don't use samsung or android phones in general yeah but all three phones do contain a quad camera so four cameras with a 64 megapixel main lens mm-hmm. the galaxy a72 does feature a three times optical zoom which samsung says will let users take a photo from 10 meter distance that looks like it's been taken just three meters away. Now we're seeing this trend ever since Huawei mm. came out a couple of years ago with, I think it's called the Mate, Mac Pro. Mate Pro, yeah. Yeah, the Mate Pro. Ever since uh, we saw that video a couple of years ago, some guy was in like a 50 story building and he zoomed in all the way to someone <laughs> sitting downstairs and could and see, able to what see what kind of coffee this guy was having. I was like, what? 
So, uh, I mean, it looks like uh, this is the new trend of seeing how far a camera can go or it, zoom into. Yeah, it was trending all over social media being, you know, the, the camera that can zoom in more than any other smartphone. But Ooh. speaking of camera, uh, Samsung is actually partnering with Snapchat, yeah. which is interesting since, in my opinion... I'm going to get a lot of beef for this, but I hate the quality of photos on Snapchat. Yes. But now they're actually going to be launching a new camera feature, and it's a tool in their native camera app that allows you to add Snapchat filters to your typical pictures and videos on Samsung. That is very crazy. Believe yeah. it or not. Now, I didn't know this feature was going to happen. I didn't I didn't, I didn't. didn't know about that. So I'm going to tell me brand new information. Now, having this, is it going to mean that maybe with this lineup, Pictures on Snapchat coming from an Android or a Samsung phone <laughs> is going to be better. Now, now, believe it or not, a lot of people don't buy just because of the Snapchat thing. I agree. I, I personally hate looking through Snapchat and seeing yes. photos taken by Androids. All respect to those who have an A52, any A or, lineup phone. Or Samsung in general. Or Samsung in general. It's a great phone. We mm. can't deny, especially when it comes to budget. It's very budget friendly. But let's talk a little bit about the battery life because this is going to also be big be getting a lot better with this new lineup so samsung is promising two days of usage without having to worry about charging your phone this this will win me over because no matter how good iphone 12s are at charging they charge up to i think 50 percent in half an hour if not mm -hmm. less come on not having to charge your phone two days in a row that's I mean, like a dream come true <laughs> this is very good for people who are on the go yes and budget friendly now the a52 and the a52 5g come with a 4,500 milliamp hour battery while the A72 does have a larger one hmm. with 5,000 milliamp hour battery, which is very good. I don't know the specifics. I think uh, we have a, maybe 4,800 on hmm. the iPhone 12. I don't know exactly. But looking at this at a generalization, right? Yeah. I do believe for a budget-friendly phone under $1,000, unfortunately nowadays we have to say under $1,000. Under $1,000, <laughs> 5J capability. Having those nice cameras, having that nice battery life, having that refresh rate. I do believe this is your go-to cheaper alternative and better mm. than the iPhone 12 mini. I agree. I definitely agree with you on that one. Let us know your thoughts. Are you an Android fan, an Apple fan? And what type of phone, if you have the A lineup, what type of phone are you currently using? We're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about interesting applications that can help you reuse, recycle, and reduce. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Let's have a moment of honesty over here. We do know that a lot of the times we tend to use, use, use and not think about where things are going, you know? Where it goes, goes, goes. <laughs> Literally. So we use face masks. Not everyone uses reusable face masks. We use gloves. We use, I don't know, you name it, COVID 19. Sanitizers. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people, when uh, they'll have uh, sanitizer face masks in their cars, and uh, as soon as the sanitizer finishes, unfortunately, they do litter. They don't recycle. When they finish from their masks, they'll throw it in the street. We've seen a lot of it happen yeah. right here in Sharjah and in the UAE. I mean, this is a problem that we've seen a lot of people do, and they're not kind of taking caution when it does come to recycling. But... Today is what, Omnia? Today is Global Recycling Day. And this year, more than ever, we need to make sure that whatever we can, you know, reuse, reduce, recycle, we are doing our best to help yes. reduce the amount of waste that is spent.
spreading in this world. And one app that is helping us do just that is the Bia app right here in the heart of Sharjah and the entirety of the UAE. Yes, we're talking about UAE's Bia, which is an app which is a location-based mobile app that allows users to raise service requests and identify recycling locations. And it's available on the Apple iOS and Google Play Store. So you can't say, well, I don't, I don't have the app or I, it doesn't support my phone. Now, the app has been designed to provide ease of convenience to raise service requests and identify locations of recycling. Now, the development of the mobile app is part of the company's goal to equip users with platforms that facilitate two-way communication. Let me tell you, I've downloaded the application and it's so seamless. It's very easy to use. It will give you a little bit of like a Google Maps location map so you can find out exactly where are all the recycling yes. bins, even donation bins. So if you have old clothes and you want to go ahead and donate it, you can find exactly where you can drop them off. Yes, and thankfully right here in the UAE and Sharjah, the government has provided with us a lot of recycling bins. When you see a garbage can, you're yeah. going to see a recycling bin. I don't know if you You've been on the Corniche Omnia in Sharjah, Buhaira. Of course. Right? You'll have that big tin uh, garbage bin and you'll mm. have one for recycling, one for glass bottles, one for plastic bottles, and one for miscellaneous items. So you have all the, re- the, so- the resources, but are you utilizing them? Absolutely. And even sometimes in certain complexes right here in the heart of Sharjah, you'll find bins right in your complex. And you would have never even knew yes. about them had you not taken the chance to find out exactly what are those different colored bins i found that about about you know when i was going through azahia's uh, apartment complexes parking that we do have bins but just no one actually you know knew about them or took a chance to take a look yes now current features which are incorporated in the app do include a commercial tab for new and existing clients to review services for commercial waste collection confidential documentation, destruction, and even environment consulting services. So big companies who have a lot of waste can use this app to kind of recycle properly and recycle through the government standards, which are the highest standards in the world. So if you have a problem with recycling, if you're a big company, if you're a a, a user, just a single consumer, single user, an individual, you do have this app which will assess all different parts of your recycling uses. But Omnia, mm. we always we have a lot of clothes, yes. right? People have a lot of clothes. And especially so, ladies. Especially <laughs> ladies. And sometimes we gain a little bit of weight, sometimes we lose a little, <laughs> little bit of weight. Sometimes they don't fit us anymore. What do we do with them, Omnia? Well, to me, I sometimes try and give them to friends and family, but other times I just either they sit in the closet or sometimes sometimes yes. people throw them away. But now we don't have to do that anymore. Or they use them as a mop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you took me years back. Do you Even remember? This, wait, wait. this was the trend. Still is sometimes. Yeah. Let me tell you, with certain items. Certain, yeah. Yeah, especially like uh, what's it called? You know the baby's uh, undergarments, like the little tank top that they wear. Okay. People sometimes mothers use them as like uh, wiping cloths. I mean, that is a form of recycling. Instead yeah. of throwing reusing, it away, yeah. reusing it. But uh, we do have a smart <laughs> app which will ease donation of used clothes right here in the UAE. Now, it is a first-of-its-kind smart application, 
and I love the name of it. It's called Malabis, which is actually clothes in Arabic. It's spelled M-A-L-A-B-E-S. And it's one of the easiest ways to go ahead and donate secondhand clothes. Very easy to use. It's available on both platforms, iOS as well as uh, the Play yes. Store. And it gives a boost to every person who wants to change up their wardrobe, but at the same time, they feel bad for you know, getting rid of those clothes mm-hmm. and not having them be put into good use. Yes, it's going to ease the donation of secondhand clothes and has been launched by the Bet El Khair Society. Now, the collected clothes are sold to recycling companies while the proceeds are spent on an array of charity programs. So the clothes not necessarily will be handed to people in need, but they will be recycled, yeah. thus creating a source of money, which will be given to charity. Now, the app is expected to remarkably increase the volume of collected clothes. Now, the revenues of the sold old clothes over the last few years have actually exceeded a, a amazing, amazing amount of money, which is 7 million dirhams. And these were all spent on a few projects for the benefit of vulnerable people. Let us know your thoughts. What do you do to help the environment? Whether it was recycling, reusing, yes. reducing, are you using a certain application or even doing small steps like going to the grocery store and instead of using plastic bags, going for that reusable yes. bag. You know what I do if I have a shirt that's too tight on me, Omnia? What do you do? Or is too big on me and yeah. doesn't look good enough to wear in public, mm. I'll kind of make it sleeveless. Uh, and then use it as like a gym. hangout. Yeah, oh, gym. Okay. I'll use it as for something for the gym. I'll, I'll wear it at home. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do to recycle. You don't have to necessarily donate it. We would love you to donate the, donate yeah. it. I mean, it's, it's helping people who are in need. But if you find it kind of a hassle or you, you don't know how to donate or you feel like it's a little bit of a long process, there's a lot of ways you can use it as a mop. Yeah. <laughs> Or you can use it like me. I just created a sleeveless shirt, you know, and I'm good to go. <laughs> that mop analogy killed me because it's it was one that I forgot about. Let us know your thoughts and join the conversation. Coming up on the show, we're talking all about Apple making an interesting form of battery pack. And it is all about that magnetic capabilities. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, 95. Your boy is back at it again, ladies and gentlemen, with more Apple rumors. Uh, this is kind of a trend right here on Future Talk, <laughs> where I always bring you, or we always bring you, Apple rumors. Now, we have a new rumor coming straight out of Apple, and it's how Apple is reportedly making a magnetic iPhone battery pack. Now, Obviously, iPhone batteries are awesome, yes. but at the same time, we use a lot. We use a lot of things when it does come to our phone, but mm-hmm. we always need something on the go. Portable chargers are sometimes a little bit of a hassle. Yeah, they're thick. They're big. You have the wires wire. going. Yeah, you have wires going everywhere. Uh, the 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 cover. What was it called? The cover? Yeah, this, it's the. I think it was the MagSafe cover, wasn't it? MagSafe cover. Yes. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people liked it, but a lot of people. You used I, it as well. I used it for a while, but then I noticed that my battery was actually going down. With it? Yes, and it's something mm. that a lot of people didn't like as well. That even if your phone is at 100%, it still continues to charge. So you can't mm. turn it off. You can't turn it off and say, "Hey, I don't want to charge anymore." So uh, you're kind of uh, uh, limited to that one-time yeah. thing. But we do know that MagSafe has been useful for wallets and charging stations when it does come to the iPhone 12 series. But reports are suggesting that Apple is apparently ready to extend that functionality 
in a whole new different direction. Yes, indeed. So Apple is currently working on a MagSafe battery pack that would wirelessly charge your iPhone 12. This will be done by attaching the battery pack magnetically to the rear panel. So it's very similar to how the MagSafe uh, charging covers would operate, but Unlike those previous ones, this will not necessarily be a case as well. So even though the case did look elegant, it did have the same struggle that Hani was talking about with constantly charging your battery even Mm -hmm. when it's full. Mm -hmm. And over time, this does drain your battery. Having too much of something is just like having too little of it. Yes, now Apple obviously did decline to comment, but Omni and I do have that conspiracy theory that Apple leaks stuff intentionally. So we jump on it, and obviously Omni and I have never been wrong when it did come to a a rumor. uh, We would get a rumor coming out of, uh, or something related to Apple, and then it it came out true a couple of months later. So for me, Omnia, Mm. I would get my hands on a battery pack because, again, you just clip it on. You can put it in your pocket. It should be sleek and thin. You clip it on. It's magnetic, so it's not going to fall anywhere. But, Omnia, I know it's going to happen with this battery pack, right? It's going to be very expensive. Mm. And a lot of third-party companies are going to create mock-ups of this battery pack, which everyone is going to (laughs) buy. You couldn't have been more accurate with that. Yeah, I mean, you have, I think, I believe it was 350 dirhams for that cover with yeah. the battery cover too much honestly i didn't buy it because i just felt like okay it's a great innovation but i can simply use a power bank yeah and it makes your phone a lot more bulkier and i feel like it's gonna heat up your phone i don't know yeah i mean it makes your phone a lot more bulkier yeah because you have that battery and on top of your cover and let's say i mean all of us 99 percent of us have already a cover on our phone yeah so i have to take off my cover put another cover on where am I going to put the other cover? And another question that comes to mind, if it's just a clip-on charging station, am I going to have, will it connect with my cover on? Or will I have to? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will yeah. I have to keep the phone without a cover to be able to use this battery? No, I believe it's straight onto the cover. Because, okay, uh, good. Uh, I mean, we're seeing with the MagSafe covers in general, yeah. right? We're seeing a lot of people actually use it to clip it onto car doors. Right, mm. and they have that cover on. And uh, me myself, I ha- I don't have a MagSafe cover, but I have a magnetic a, a magnetic cover, mm. and uh, it clips straight onto it. I do believe uh, the co- the phone itself, or the magnet in the phone, is strong enough to attract to that. attract, even though there's a cover on it. Let us know your thoughts. Our text lines are open four two one five. Do it this a lot, or sign into our DMs at Pulse ninety five Radio. We're gonna be coming back to talk all about Instagram because they're launching a brand new feature that will definitely be a favorite for all those mothers out there who are worried about their kids safety on social media platforms yeah it's one of my favorites as well because we do know that the internet is a free space but at the same time we have to keep in mind what our children and adolescents are looking at when it does come to the internet this is pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download There's a very popular question between mothers that tends to circulate all the time. At what age do you allow your children to own a social media app or an account on a social media app? Whether it was Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. We do know that social media apps themselves have a guideline of at least being 13 years old. But do children actually follow those guidelines? And how many times do children go ahead and create accounts and assume that they're 13 year olds? And the application just never finds out. I mean, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, (laughs) I was 18. When I was a kid, I was 18. When Mm. I was 12, 
I was putting that I was on 18 on a lot of websites, yeah. especially when it did come to gaming or 16 and plus, because some games that I had to play online, I had to register for. But we're looking at Instagram making a safety feature using AI, using artificial intelligence to comprehend genuine age of users. Now, we're looking at Instagram tackling this. Why? Because unfortunately, there are predators on Instagram. There are predators on every type of social media app. Grown-ups who target children to kind of exploit children because children are naive. They aren't educated when it does come to internet safety. Yeah. And right here in Sharjah, Omnia, there's a lot of, uh, of workshops, online workshops, teaching parents how to educate their children when it comes to cyberbullying, online harassment, and when it comes when someone older talks to a person or a child on Instagram or on any type of social media. Yeah, we always hear the comment or the advice, never talk to strangers, but that also applies online. So now Facebook and Instagram are recognizing that asking people who are signing up to accounts about their birthday won't prevent them from lying about their age. So what they're doing is now creating different artificial intelligence advancements to make the system smarter so that they can comprehend the genuine age of the clients. So now that people start joining, especially youngsters, they will definitely have their age be confirmed in different ways. So Instagram is now making it much harder for children to lie about their age. But this is all for their own good to make sure that they're not, you know, dealing with risky grown-ups that may not want the best for them. Yes, now Instagram is making genuine strides in shielding youngsters from risky grown-ups on the stage. Now, one new element is that grown-ups won't send direct messengers to clients younger than 18 who do not follow them. Now, if two clients are associated, which if two clients or two people follow each other, Instagram will in any case caution the youngster about conduct on the grown-up's part and what does this um, grown-up want with you what is he or she talking about is this a family member or not and instagram is also making it harder for grown-ups to find youngsters on the stage in any case now while it doesn't actually have a full arrangement of measures yet the organization did give a few instances of what it may do. Yes, indeed. So, for example, teenagers may not be appearing in the recommended clients or recommended people to follow segment. And also, any content from young people may not be noticeable for grown-ups in the Good. reels and explore tabs. And this is great news, especially because we do know that the algorithm is all about getting everyone's content on everyone's feed. Now, 15 years ago, you would hear from your parents Don't go into the van of candy. No one gives out free candy, right? Don't go into that van. Uh, Don't talk to strangers in real life. Don't tell them your age, where are you from, your name. And now we're this generation in general. We're talking about, let's go all the way back from 2010. 2010 until now, kids don't go out as often. I remember when I was four years old, I used to run around the neighborhood barefoot, (laughs) right? But now, how many four-year-olds do you see running around the neighborhood? You see them running around with iPads with iPads and Fortnite in their hands. Yes, you see them in Fortnite. You see them online. You see them on Instagram making TikToks. 100%. This is their generation. I'm not saying it's wrong. But what we need to do is educate these parents to educate these children or even just educate the children directly. Now, there's a lot of cases outside uh, inside the U.S., where unfortunately there's a lot of predators targeting children, yeah. a lot of pedophiles. This is the world we live in. It's not all, you know, beautiful colors. It's not black and white. There are things that happen under the table. 
that need to be brought into light. And I'm liking that Instagram is doing this. Omni and I have actually talked about YouTube and how YouTube now has their own app for kids called YouTube Kids App. And even teenagers. And teenagers. And even the parents can view yeah. what the child is watching. 100%. And to find out that social media platforms are using AI to get a little bit smarter about the different strategies kids can use to get on those applications is great news. Let us know your thoughts. We want to hear from all of you. At what age, if you're a parent listening, at what age did you allow your children to get an account on social media on one of the social media apps and if you're an adult at what age did you first get your when was your first email omnia email uh email was sooner but i i if i would say social media app i got my first one at 15 and it was facebook it was facebook yes i got my first email i do believe when i was 16 even not even 15 16 i think i had my first email when i was one years old or two years old yeah at (laughs) aol.com And then at yahoo.com and then the king hotmail.com. My dad set them up all for me, obviously. My dad yeah, had my passwords. Same. And then Facebook, I believe 2007. When did you get on MSN? Do you remember MS- the good oh, old MS- days of MSN? MSN? Oh my God. <laughs> I think MSN taught me so much when it came to literature, typing, talking. Yeah. MSN was, I used to talk to my cousin all the time, Dima, oh. right? She was older <laughs> than me. She was like my big sister. I used to talk to Dima all the time. Ramsey, my cousin, my other cousin. I used to talk to my... So when I was in the States, I used to talk to my best friend cousin or my best cousin here, Nasser, all the time. We used to talk. (laughs) He didn't have good English back in the day. And I was in the States. I had good... Obviously, I knew how to speak in English. So we would communicate via... the, You know that that, the big uh, emojis you can call them? Yeah, the one goes... "Mm." All the different <laughs> Yeah, pools, when it yes. comes to a kiss oh, and it God. sucks up the whole screen. The good old days of MSN. Let us know what were your favorite yeah. or what is your favorite social media app? I think between all of them, it would either be MSN or BBM. At That's B- got to be a, a close one. BBM was the top <laughs> tier when it came to messaging apps. I, I don't care. I would give up all social media now <laughs> to go back to 2010, 2011, 2012, 20, even all the way to 2014. Yeah. When we had BBM and it was uh, the king of everything. But ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. It is Thursday. We do hope you have a great weekend. And Omnia, Mm. it is the weekend, but the COVID-19 pandemic is still alive and well. Yes, indeed. It is not over. And we want to remind all of you to make sure that you're taking all the precautionary measures to keep yourself safe as well as those around you. Pulse95 still has lots to offer for all of you. Coming up is Afternoon Karak. The weekend recommendations are back. And the Dream Team, Aisha Mazmi and Mikhail Ati will be telling you all about it. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.